Hello, my fellow roadies. This is Aubrey. Starting the new year is often associated with two things. One, a fresh start, clean slate, and two, ways to improve oneself. In the spirit of self-development, I am extremely excited to share with you the Road to Rediscovery Wellness Alignment eBook series. The three-part series talks about ordinary practices that support your wellness, your physical and mental state, and serve as an anchor for pursuing your desired self-improvements, such as finances, relationships, career, and more. The Wellness Alignment Series is available at roadtorediscovery.com shop, as well as Amazon. I truly hope you find these short reads valuable for personal development, and please feel free to share with anyone you feel this could help. Thanks so much for your continued support. In life's journey, we must seek to reflect, learn, and grow. Welcome to The Road to Rediscovery with your host, Aubrey Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another exciting episode of The Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on life lessons to learn and grow from them and to take it to the next level and help others who are struggling and going through dark times. My special guest is the founder of A Step Ahead Tutoring Services, a company that provides the service of tutoring underprivileged children. And as with just all the other businesses, the pandemic has tremendously impacted hers causing her to pivot and be creative about continuing her level of quality of service. Now, this is particularly challenging for my guest because keep in mind, her company services families who are already underprivileged in the midst of a pandemic that's already causing enormous financial strain on families and businesses. She's here to share her challenges, how she overcame them, and the great work she's doing for the children. Let's welcome Gabrielle Critchler to the show. Hi, Gabrielle. How are you doing? Welcome. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. We are so thrilled to have you on the show. And uh, just to set the stage a little bit, can you share with the listeners, you know, like where you're from and, and, and a little bit of your upbringing? Uh, sure. So I am from Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually born in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, I came to America when I was three years old, been raised in New York ever since. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. So I'm, I'm really intrigued, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm really intrigued by, uh, your business and, and, and I want to, I want to see if we can paint a picture for the listeners, uh, the struggles and challenges you've had and just, just to visualize the dynamic of the business as far as, you know, the presence that it has in different parts of the country and so forth. So uh, before we get started in that, Gabrielle, can you share with us, what was your driving passion or, or force um, that, that empowered you to, to move in this direction to create uh, this, this type of business and offer what you offer? Sure. Uh, so it all started in college. I worked at a foster care agency for mm -hmm. my work study. I, I was always like the, the brainy student uh, in high school. Uh, so I thought 
you know, I, I needed to make some quick money and I had a work study grant, so mm-hmm. I had to spend it. So I saw this opportunity. It's like, oh, you know, I could tutor. I can, I can help the kids. Uh, so I, I did that and I really enjoyed that. My, I discovered that it's more than just academic. Um, it's more than just academic. It's, there's an emotional part. There's a social part. So it, there was just so much intertwined with, mm-hmm. with that kind of work. And I was always fascinated with that. So fast forward to graduate school, I worked for a couple of tutoring companies. I, I did similar work, but this was more one-on-one, one-on-one tutoring where I went to the homes. Mm-hmm. But those companies sh- shut down. So, but some of the old clients reached out to me personally, mm-hmm. and I continued tutoring privately. Then I went to a small business seminar to present something else, and I heard one of the speakers talk about starting a business and how mm-hmm. it could benefit, um, how it can benefit you, how it can benefit, you know, someone who started off as an immigrant, yes. uh, and I. I was inspired by that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, you know, I always wanted to, to own something and, and not have to work for other people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I, I was inspired by that and I just thought how cool would it be to, to hire people and create something and right. have something that I could call my own. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, I just took the leap of faith and, and here I am. Ran with the ball. Yes. Oh, that absolutely. is, that, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's beautiful, Gabrielle. You know, um, it, it, having that early experience in working for a couple other tutoring agencies and companies um, definitely positioned you, I mean, as well as your education, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure. And, and let me ask you this. When you were working for those other companies, um, was there at least in the back of your mind, uh, a couple parts of the business uh, as far as how they do things to where you're thinking, yeah, if I had my own business doing this, I, I would do that. That's a good practice. Or no, I would maybe have my own style or own flavor of how they do it, you know, and that and that sort of thing. Was that already like processing in your mind or, um, or, or was it not until you were introduced to... Um, the uh, opportunity for, you know, immigrant advantages for, for business starting when it hit you? Yeah, I think I, when I worked for those other companies, I was, mm-hmm. I, I was inspired by uh, the model. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tutors going to the homes, the, the one-on-one sessions, mm-hmm. um, keeping but we didn't really do the uh, groups. Uh, it was more more one on one, and uh, we we didn't get even. I didn't even get into virtual. I think since COVID happened, that's when I switched to. I pivoted more towards virtual, which I guess we'll talk about later. But <laughs> now, um, uh, but yeah, I um, just the way just the tutors doing the work 
-hmm. on, on their own and me having more of a supervisory role and not really uh, getting into the way the tutors do the work and all the administration and accounting. Um, I, that definitely inspired the way that I run my business. Yes. Um, and but how I, and in those companies, they provided free tutoring to those students. So mm -hmm. what I do is private pay. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a little different, um, but I pretty much kept, I pretty much, kept the same model okay. as, as those companies, right. but then COVID happened and I had to switch it up. Um, mm -hmm. So the way, I think those experiences and what I went through with those companies and what I did privately, I used that mm -hmm. to create my business and, and, and design the structure and the way right. that I wanted. Uh, what is different from what I did with those companies is it's, it's me mm -hmm. at, like you, like the tutors are interacting with me and the clients are interacting with me as mm -hmm. opposed to when I worked for those companies. I mean, yeah, I was, a, I, I had a manager, but there mm -hmm. were like five other managers. Mm -hmm. um, so with the tutors, they just interact with me and the, the clients interact with me. So it's more personal. Right. And I, I live by my phone. I live by my email. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm always accessible. So the way that I've structured it, it's, it's more personable yeah. as opposed to those other companies. It's more like you have those managers and am, am I able to access the manager, you know, when right. I need it right. as opposed to, you know, having someone like me that's that's very uh, very uh, technologically focused, and right. <laughs> I live I live with my smartphone. You know, you can always mm -hmm. you can always reach me. So it's definitely when I when I created my company and created the the design of it, I designed yes. it to be more personable. That's great. That's, that's, that's beautiful. And, you know, customers really appreciate that as well, right? Because they don't want to feel like, oh, they're just another client, or they just have another student, you know, that they're giving you, um, you know, they, they want to feel like, you know, they matter, they want to feel like any concerns they have, you know, um, academically, uh, is being heard and being addressed. So um, I really commend you and, uh, and, and really tip my hat to what you do. Uh, Gabrielle, because uh, it's it's making a big difference um, for that community. Now, um, let's first talk pre-COVID, okay? I would love to know, and explain for the listeners if you can, your, at a high level, your, not so much your business model, but your structure, like you said, um, with you and your tutors, where were the tutors placed? how was the interaction between tutor and student or tutor and client? And, and pre-COVID, what, what did that structure look like for your business? Right. So the, I pretty much maintain the same structure now, but okay. what I did was, so the, a client would reach out to me 
and they say, I, I need a, a tutor. I have a fourth grader who needs help with math. And then I would say like, uh, and then I would ask them to elaborate further, like what, what concepts, what specific, like what specifically in math, for example, they may say they just need help with math, everything. They may be general, they may be specific, they'll say all these things. And right. this is my, this is what the teacher is saying and, and my child needs to help. And then I would take all that information. I would have the parent fill out an intake form and then I would send that intake form to the tutor. Mm -hmm. I would, I cherry pick the tutors. So mm -hmm. if I feel there's a particular, if the profile of one tutor would match well with the student, then I would pick that particular tutor. And I would ask the tutor, this is the profile of the student. They would have mm -hmm. it. Do you want the student? So I give my tutor the choice mm -hmm. of whether they want to take on a student or not. They may say yes or no. Mm -hmm. If they say yes, I say, great, go ahead. Or what I would do is I would set up the first, I would set up once the tutor says yes, I would schedule the initial session. Right, right. But what I've started doing maybe like a a year before COVID hit mm -hmm. is I encouraged the tutor to make the initial, I call it a meet and greet. I encouraged uh, the tutors to do it. So what the tutor says, yes, I say, great, please reach out to the parent for yes. a preliminary meeting. Yes. Proactive. Talk about, yeah. Talk mm -hmm. about what their needs are and get to mm -hmm. know the student. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and you guys set up that first session and then let me know when you do it, when, when it's set up. And then, then I would proceed to work out billing with the, with the parent and then on they go. Now, since COVID and yes. most of the set, well, all the sessions are virtual. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a little bit more proactive, so it's the same idea. They still reach out to me mm -hmm. and they tell me their profile. They, they fill out the intake form. I reach out to the tutor. This is the profile. Can you do it? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. You know, go ahead and set up the meet and greet. Right. What I do because it's mostly virtual, I have the tutors communicate with me more. So I have, I tell them to, when the session is over, tell me when it's over, tell me when the meet and greet is over. Mm -hmm. You could text me, you could email me. Mm -hmm. And cause before, I think before I just, I reached out to the parent. I don't remember, I don't remember how it was that I knew it was done, but mm -hmm. now it's a lot more communication. So as soon as it's, I tell the tutors, tell me when the session's over. Right tell me this, tell me that. So it's a lot more communication. Right. Now, uh, I, I, I communicate with the tutors a lot more. And then I specifically ask that, you know, tell me when a specific session is over. Yeah. So um, before COVID, the tutors would, when they go to the homes, they would have a paper timesheet that they bring with them. Mm -hmm. 
which is something that I picked up from the companies that I worked with. Now, since mm-hmm. there is no in-home and it's virtual, I there's a, there's a particular service that I use for the electronic timesheets, mm-hmm. uh, which I have to do manually for now. So that's why I tell the tutors, like, tell me when the session's over so I know to send you the timesheet. And then it's, it's, a, it's a little more proactivity I have to do because with the paper timesheet, it's in the parent's face and I don't have to, it's, it's on the tutor to get the parents to sign. And, but now it's electronic and I have to be the one to send it. So now I have to be the one to be on top of parents and get them to sign the sheet. So it's a lot more proactivity and it's being on top of tutors, being on top of parents. I have to be on top a lot more as opposed to in person. It kind of fell more on the tutor. Um, So I definitely have to step up my game a little bit more (laughs) and I had to um, (laughs) be more supervisory than, you know, than before COVID. And, um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I've gotten used to it. (laughs) So it's been going on for like 10 months now. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, for sure. How (laughs) I've pivoted. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great pivot. I mean, and, and you, you've keyed up or stepped up the uh, communication. Now it seems like there's a lot more um, dialogue going on between you and the tutors, you and the parents and the students. Yes. Um, they're sending information back to you and you're verifying uh, timesheets. You're actually facilitating the collaboration between the tutor and the student and you have the profile to share with the tutor to say, hey, do you want to take this on? This is the profile of a potential student. This is what they need help in. Are you willing to do it? Yes or no? And then you, you manage that, it sounds like. Yeah, so I pretty much took the structure of what I did pre-COVID and I brought it into mm-hmm. now with a few adjustments. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. And so, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, what was, can you give us like one or two examples of like, um, uh, a, a problem or a challenge that let's say COVID introduced, uh, I, I, I know we did the pivots with more communication and, and obviously a lot more follow-up that you do now. Um, but, uh, what were some of the problems that, uh, COVID brought on? Um, that, that caused you to, 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 to come up with these uh, creative pivots and these creative changes? Because, you know, I'm thinking that um, uh, the, 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 the impact of COVID has like a domino effect or a snowball effect, right? Um, when it comes to, let's just say society in general. Uh, and, and an example that I would have, I guess, is um, uh, COVID affects let's see, uh, people who have non-essential jobs, uh, whoever calls or declares them non-essential, right? Um, And so because they're declared non-essential, those people aren't working. And if they aren't working, then they don't have any income to buy products and services from businesses. And then that causes businesses to fail. And that's, you know, that's just not even including just the simple fact that we need to be healthy and stay safe at home, but 
that's kind of like a domino effect. Did, did you have anything like that that you had to uh, had to 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 deal with, or at least was faced with, uh, with the onslaught of the pandemic? Yeah. So we were we were we were only in home, and I thought about the idea of virtual tutoring, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know. I, I'm used to in-home tutoring. That's what I did before. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to stick it out with that. And I'm, I have no idea how online tutoring works. But then COVID happened. And <laughs> um, in, in my state of New York, what I, like, like the governor determined what was essential and not essential. Right. And right. my business was determined to be non-essential unless... Mm-hmm. It was done online. So I had to stop in-home tutoring. I had to contact all my clients and say, we, uh, we are, we have to stop the, the in-home. And another thing that was a sudden change was I had to reach out to all of my tutors and I asked them, are you still open to doing in person? And all of them said no. Okay. So that put a, a sudden stop in right. production. Right. And then I had to reach out to the clients and say, all of my tutors are virtual. Can you switch to virtual? And that was a sudden change as well for the, for the clients. And some went with it, some didn't go with it. And it, it was a lot of communication and follow-up, which, which mm-hmm. is how it got me to this point now. Right. And unfortunately in the, in the shuffle, as I lost a, a couple tutors mm. due to them not being comfortable with the virtual right. and, and then I lost a couple of good loyal clients as well, which was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So definitely I experienced some loss and um, I had to, it, because it had to be online, I had to, I kind of had to learn the online world myself. And, and mm-hmm. so that I discovered Zoom and um, Google Hangouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Skype, I didn't really use it, but I definitely discovered Zoom and I was playing around with it and, you know, other people were talking about it and I, that opened up a whole bunch of opportunities and um, Zoom is amazing. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) yeah, and um, I had one I had to just make that first step and I tutor myself under my own company. So I had one of my clients and they were looking for, they wanted tutoring again and um, it had to be virtual. So I started there and I explored Zoom a little bit and like, how do I do what I did before online and being adaptable? And this is definitely a time for me to be adaptable. And so 
and I, and I think unfortunately that's what's happening to a lot of businesses and why they're closing is they may have mm-hmm. a structure that is not adaptable. And so being an online company, not having a storefront, just offering services, mm-hmm. I that allowed me to adapt. And, and so I had to force myself to do that and force everyone to do it with me. So, or as many people as I could. So, yeah. 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 And so uh, I started off with that one person and Mm -hmm. I got the hang of that. And when I was another person and then another person, this is me personally, Mm -hmm. I started to get the hang of it. I'm like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't so bad. Cause a lot of this, when I do my own sessions, I bring my laptop with me and a lot of like practice and worksheets is on a computer, mm-hmm. rarely is it in a, in a workbook. And it was just doing the same thing and screen sharing. And I, th- I think what's difficult now is I used to have my own students try to write things out. And now it's like, how do I do it on Zoom? And if they don't necessarily mm-hmm. have a stylus or a digital pen, which is something that I had to get because <laughs> I was like, I, I, I used to write stuff out. I'm like, how do I write on a computer? Yeah. And it's hard with a mouse. And mm-hmm. I was like, is there a digital pen out there? And then uh, <laughs> uh, I was, I'm in, a, uh, I asked my, I, I'm in a tutor Facebook group and then I asked and I had some recommendations and I right. got the pen. So uh, definitely adapting to, all these changes. So it's um, how I had to figure out how do I take what I normally do and apply it to this new world. And my other tutors had to learn the same, had -hmm. to do the same thing. So very nice. Very nice. Okay. So uh, um, adapting and adaptability are sounds like some, some pretty big takeaways uh, that you have uh, learned about yourself um, as a business owner, as a leader, um, and, and, and in the capability and your capacity to adapt, uh, as well as bringing on people um, to adapt to this new modality of, of delivering the services that you have. Um, and, and, and I have to say, I am very, very, um, very impressed with your uh, resilience uh, in learning how to do this virtually as part of that pivot. And I know you're, you're probably saying, well, Aubrey, duh, it's do or die. If I don't do it, then my business is gone. Well, be that as it may, uh, it takes a lot of tenacity to stay the course, especially uh, in this world of technology. You know, um, uh, some businesses are pretty hard pressed to make that pivot and make mm-hmm. that change to, you know, the virtual space and your business lends more flexibility because it does that, you know, and, and in spite of the people who you lost, um, students and tutors, um, you kept moving, you kept moving yeah. and striving forward and, 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 and pressing forward. So I want to thank you for that. And, uh, and I'm sure your current clients and students um, they thank you for that as well, because here you are today thriving and helping them, you know, so I, I think that's just absolutely tremendous. So can we get into a little bit of the numbers now with uh, okay. a step ahead tutoring services? 
like um can you share with us like you know what what are the age ranges uh how many tutors do you have how many students um you know at a high level you have and uh and and, and like any geographic uh, locations um you know that that you're really leveraging this virtual space to kind of to kind of broaden that um that that customer base of yours sure so right now i have including myself i believe it's nine people mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. staff in mm -hmm. terms of the ages of the students generally we are open to all ages we even mm -hmm. do adults as well college students and adults in terms of who we have right now what I noticed because it's it's virtual now it tends to be older students so okay. I would say middle school and high school I tend to mm -hmm. see more of mm -hmm. now there's the few elementary but um, definitely more middle school and high school even yes. more more high school than middle school but like the older the older students is the is more of what i see but we're still open to all and in terms of the number of students on a high day i would say maybe like five or six so okay we're on the low end there but um about five or six on a good day and I think the the beauty of of I don't want to say the beauty of COVID, but um, <laughs> the the beauty silver of lining. the silver lining <laughs> is that it op it allowed me to partner with a couple other nonprofits good, and good. to offer my services through through their students and mm -hmm. those for those students it's it's free for them so. Um, one of the agencies that I interned for in college, I, I'm still in touch with the two owners. I'm mm -hmm. in touch with them on Facebook, and one of them was just so was just so happened to say like, "Hey, I, I need a I need tutoring. Is anyone available?" And right. I was like, "Hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> I just so happened to have a tutoring company. You know, let's yeah. connect and yeah." You know, um, so definitely Facebook has brought us together a lot more. Um, awesome. But um, uh, it's, I tend to, and even with those partnerships, it tends to, well, that, that one partnership is 16 to 24 year olds. So, okay. um, so I'm seeing overall, I'm seeing a lot more older students, right. um, like maybe like sixth grade and up. Yeah, yeah. And not a lot of younger students, but we're 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 we're, we're figuring that out. But yeah. I guess because the older you are, the more understanding you have of how technology works. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of the pattern that I'm seeing now. Yeah. But. Um, 
So you guys are moving right along. Yeah, we're moving. <laughs> Man, I mean, we're moving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, 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 and I know you still have some challenges, like all other businesses do, uh, in the current, you know, state of, state of the country, state of the world, with, um, you know, with the pandemic. Uh, looks like there may be a light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccinations coming out and getting rolled out everywhere. Um, but but um, you've searched forward and uh, found a way to make it happen, found a way to make it work. Uh, again, all in the spirit of helping others who are struggling, helping uplift others who need that education, who needs that, that learning, right? And, yeah. and, and, and that, is, that is the essence and message and mission behind the Roads Rediscovery. So I want to I want to thank you once again, Gabrielle, for that. Uh, really appreciate your business and the services you provide. You're welcome. And sorry, you asked me before about geographic location. Geographic yes. location. Yes. Uh, so right now, our clients were all in New York City mm -hmm. and Long Island, which is mm -hmm. uh, we're based in New York City because of COVID, well, a lot of the Facebook groups, I'm in, it, it's still ma mainly New York City and, and Long Island that we happen yeah. to find. Um, but I managed to get like a couple of clients out of state, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, so I definitely I'm looking to expand outside of, outside of, at least outside of New York City um, right. and into upstate New York and into other states and, and even internationally. So because of, I think because of uh, this virtual world that we're living in now, it allows me to reach out beyond uh, our little city bubble and oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely reach out to other states and even other country <laughs> and other countries. So that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That is cool. I mean, you can scale, right? And, yes. and yeah, so that's a, uh... That's the, the potential and the opportunities are tremendous. Uh, they truly are. So how can people learn more about you, Gabrielle, or learn more about uh, a step ahead tutoring services? All right, well, they can visit our website, okay. www.astepaheadtutoringservices.com. Nice. They can call us 347 mm -hmm. 762-2838. They can awesome. find us on Facebook. Our name is A Step Ahead Tutoring Services, all one word. The same Instagram, A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. Mm -hmm. Twitter is Tutor, A-S-A-T-S. -S. Mm -hmm. And for our international clients or anywhere really, we're also on WhatsApp, uh, WhatsApp number you would find you will find on our Facebook page, which is the name again is mm -hmm. A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. Yes, fantastic. All one. Yes, we will uh, make sure that the direct link to the website, as well as the social medium handles, are on the episode show notes, so that people can click those to go to either your handle and connect with you via the social mediums or go to your website as they're listening to this episode. So uh, we'll definitely make sure and include those uh, on, on the episode show notes uh, 
Gabrielle. So, hey, this has been a great conversation. I really, really appreciate your insight. I appreciate just the transparency you shared with us, you know, on on what some of your problems were and some of the challenges that you've had and and just the fact that you had to take that look in the mirror at yourself and say, hey, I need to adapt, right? Yeah. 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 And 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 for a lot of people, that's a hard look to take because they think all this time they've been doing it right. Well, you know, we can't control what hits us like a pandemic. So, you know, we have to be flexible to adapt like you just did, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Well, okay, Gabrielle, this is now a time where I pivot myself to (laughs) a segment I like to call three for the road. Okay. And three for the road, I ask my guests three random yet thought-provoking questions that I challenge them to answer in five words or less. So what do you think? You think you'll be up for it? I think so. All right. Fantastic. And by the way, these are not like cookie cutter uh, uh, questions. Okay. I don't ask the same questions to every guest. I customize the questions based on their background and profession. All right. All right. So here we go. Three for the road. Question number one. Quite easy, actually. (laughs) What is one piece of advice you would have for young learners struggling with a given subject? Don't give up. I gotta think about that one. Hmm. I'll even spot you two more. If you want to do seven, you know, just to get the point across, I'll let, I'll let it slide. Let me, I want to, I want to, I want to meet the challenge. Let's see. Hmm. Look for Mm -hmm. alternate ways to answer. Okay. Look for alternate ways to answer. I'm digging that. I'm digging that. All right, Gabrielle, number two, you're on a deserted island with five students that you must teach. Name three tools that you need to get the job done. Hmm. Pencil, paper. We're on an island. Is there Wi-Fi on the island? Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, pencil, paper, and calculator. Okay. Pencil, paper, and calculator. And those would be the instruments or the tools. And I would imagine... Um, the lessons would come from up here for you, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. All right, Gabrielle, question number three to top us off for three for the road. This one's easy for you, okay? I'm going to kind of underhand pitch this to you. (laughs) Okay. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. A level playing field for education means... 
equal opportunity for all. Four words and one despair. You did it. You knocked it out of the park, Gabrielle. <laughs> oh, man, that's three for the road. Thank you so much, Gabrielle. Really appreciate you p- playing three for the road. And I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Oh, no, absolutely. Likewise, I thought it was fun, too. And and uh, uh, we're, we're going to have to stay in touch. I'd love to have you back on the show uh, so you can share any follow-ups of any, um, you know, new areas that you may have um, gone into maybe some months down the line, maybe go international. Who knows? Who right? knows? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. And as a quick reminder, if you want the heads up VIP notifications of upcoming guests on upcoming episodes before the episodes are released and before anyone else knows, all you have to do is sign up for the email mailing list at roadtorediscovery.com. That's road, the number two, rediscovery.com. The Road to Rediscovery, it's a movement, a revolution. And guess what? You are now part of it. We're all roadies on this journey of life, and it sure feels good having you on the journey with me. Thanks again for listening. We'll chat again soon. The Road to Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production.